The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Welcome Thank to you. the Art of Relationships radio show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dozinski, The Art of Relationships Radio Show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. You're listening to The Art of Relationships. Oops, sorry, people. <laughs> oh, I apologize. Hopefully, everybody is uh, doing very well this Wednesday evening, uh, aka hump night, right? Or hump day, hump night, same difference, right? <laughs> How is everybody doing? I have to live chat. Up if you are listening on the Spreaker app, that is S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. You can join me in a live chat or go to Spreaker.com and type in the Art of Relationships radio show or my name, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. Hopefully everybody's doing very well. This evening, and we are having a special guest tonight, which is cool. Uh, She was a special guest a few weeks ago, actually, Shauna Marie, and she is doing a book on dating, I think dating over 40 and stuff. I'll let her, when she calls in in a bit, to give uh, a plug on her um, you know, give a plug on her book. And also, she is doing a bunch of research, which is sort of cool. And this might be more a female-oriented subject, but you never know on men, about astro- astrological matching, meaning, you know, is there truth, right, to astrological signs, say, you know, a Taurus should be best fitted with Cancer or Capricorn, whatever. And it's interesting how many people are drawn to astrological terminology and seeing if personality traits match up with these. And it's funny, Carl Jung, um, famous psychodynamic theorist, therapist and everything he's someone to come up with the terms introvert extrovert and archetypes and a lot of the personality aspects from astrological aspects come from those followings and also from ancient times so it'd be interesting to hear shauna's feedback as far as um you know the matching up 
aspects, you know. Is it true that a certain personality, say me, a Taurus, um, do they fit the, what the astrologists say, do they fit um, with the given personality traits, characteristics, and everything? You look at, you know, say for me, for instance, Taurus, there are some things that hold true but there's a lot that I'm like, no, that's not me. That's not me. I'm too laid, too laid back. I don't get pissed off easy. I I can be stubborn, okay? <clears throat> but um, get, you know, pissed off, stubborn, that's not really me. There's some things, and I think we can pick and choose um, or maybe dissect each astrological element and see if there's some truth to it. So it'd be interesting to hear what, you know, Shauna's research has to say. So we will wait for her to give us a call. And like anybody else, you can give us a call, 313-614-9498. Again, phone number is 313-614-9498. And you can join us on the live chat with the Spreaker app or Spreaker.com, and that's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. There was a a little bit of (laughs) fun today in a couple classes I taught, and it was funny. I always, you know, sort of how do you relate psychology of death and dying? I deal with, you know, grief and Uh, grief and loss aspects with that and maybe different beliefs, cultural identities and how they view grief and loss, whatever. But one question sort of related to (laughs) a class, human sexuality, and that's been going nuts on Facebook. Someone took a picture of the board during human sexuality and posted it on Facebook. So, oh my God, we had a lot of, (laughs) we had a lot of fun today. Um, And actually, both classes, thinking death and dying, how can it be fun? One question was brought up, or I don't know if it was a question or a comment, was like if uh, it was a a lady in class, married her husband, said, if I die and my husband goes and hooks up with another woman right away, I'm going to come back and haunt him. (laughs) And it led to the uh, question, you know, how much time would you be mad if, you know, unfortunately you passed away? I mean, let's face it, we're all going to die. We're all going to pass away one day. But would you be pissed if your husband, wife, partner, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, you say you're madly in love and all of a sudden to get over the pain missing you, they hook up with somebody eh, maybe a month after the funeral, after you die, <laughs> Um, would you want to come back and haunt them or would you, and I carried this conversation and asked the human sexuality class following this, would you want to, um, would you want your loved one, you're dead. Would you want your loved one to be happy and do whatever makes him or her happy or not? And would you be able to... Um, you know, would people be able to do that, okay? Um, would people be able to, you know, do that and look at the dynamics 
and see, um, you know, and see what, what would you do? Would you get jealous? Would you turn into a ghost and, um, not want to, would you want to haunt your loved one? Okay. Um, would you want to haunt your loved one? That they would not be able to move on. I'm sorry. Someone asked me to post a link on um, Facebook, whatever, okay? So um, I'm trying to do that to get people to be able to call in and everything, okay? And we'll see if we do that. See what happens, okay? Um, Post a link on Facebook. So we're going to go ahead and try that. And hopefully um, we'll get some... Callers to call out, call in, especially with Shauna. She'll be calling in shortly. But um, again, for all you listeners out there, give me a call. Five, oh, sorry, 313-614-9498. And not to be sort of morbid, I want to know how many people out there would want your loved one after you... Um, you know, after you die, would you want your loved one to be happy? Would you want your loved one to be able to move on, be able to love somebody else? And would you want them, you know, would you want them to be happy? And it cracked me up because when I mentioned about the individual, um, in death and dying mentioned, you know, I'll come back and haunt my husband, if he's having sex or hooking up with somebody right after I die. And, you know, I, I was joking around, well, you're gonna, he's going to be, you know, doing somebody else. And what are you going to do as a ghost? Come back and spank his ass so hard and say, knock it off, stop it, <laughs> and freak him out, whatever, right? You might make him poop himself. But <laughs> you look at the dynamics, um, you know, what is right and what is not? And if you were coming back as your spirit or ghost and haunt somebody, would you be okay with somebody moving on? And I'm not talking the other one, you know, might feel guilty. And there's some people that will not meet anybody because they feel guilty and what do I want to say? You know, they feel guilty and shameful, almost like they're cheating on their deceased loved one and it's it's very difficult i oh my god i i've dealt with this over the years on numerous occasions you know they're lonely they're interested in dating whatever and maybe they've been married 20 years 30 years and their spouse passes away greg i feel guilty and it's about giving you you know permission to be able to move on and to live your life but think about this yeah i'm being morbid what would it take for you to um, be able to let go of someone? And would you want your loved one? It's, it's sort of ironic how death and dying, right? Oh, my God, I'd haunt them. Oh, my God, we have to, you have to wait at least six months, a year, whatever. And everybody's different. When I pose this question and sort of the analogy from death and dying to human sexuality, um, the class after death and dying, um, I pose that most people in human sexuality, it was funny. They had a different mindset. They were like, you know what? I want them to be happy. I want them 
to be happy and live life. And, you know, if that's how they dealt with, you know, losing me and everything, I'm all, that's fine. I'm all for it because I want them to be happy. Does that mean people in the first class, death and dying, are selfish? Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to have to pose that question uh, next week to them. Does that, and I even, you know, ask that. Does that make you selfish <laughs> does it make you selfish that you don't want you know you pass away you don't want your loved one to move on you don't want your loved one to be happy again now maybe enjoy sex again because oh my god even though i'm dead it's like they're cheating on me how dare they <laughs> um I want you to be able to, you know, what would you do in that situation? Now everyone's going to get bummed out, turn the show off. Um, (laughs) I don't want to talk about death and dying or my partner dying or whatever. And, you know, be able to move on. It's, uh, you know, would that be any different than, say, if you were broken up? And everybody says, right, there is a... There should be a time frame where you take a break from dating, from moving on. You know, would a death, ooh, right, be any different? This might be maybe an interesting topic to uh, get into, okay? Um, Like I said, we'll be talking about astrological matching in the dating world. And does this mean... Um, that, okay, this is, oh my God, I met someone, I'm attracted to them, they're really cool, but wait, oh my God, they're opposing signs of my astrological sign, and it says, you know what, we are not going to be good together. (laughs) What do you do? Do you drop away from that? Do you just say, okay, my astrological pairing or compatibility aspects, that's what they call it, right? Astrological compatibility. Compatibility. And if they say, you know what, you're not compatible, it's not a good mix, do you dismiss that person? And then maybe a year, two years down the road, damn, I should have listened to the astrological um, compatibility <laughs> chart, right? And it's interesting how much research and how much, you know, is there a lot of truth and a lot of understanding um, research that goes behind it, or is astrological symbols and signs, is it just for fun? You know, maybe it doesn't have any merit, doesn't have any um, empirical evidence. Is that possible? I don't know. Um, I have not. You know, we all look that astrological compatibility aspects. And I think for fun and all this stuff, oh, yep, yep, I can see traits. And, <laughs> you know, my sister, brother-in-law, whatever, maybe friends, relatives, oh, yeah, this is definitely them. And it's like, man, we can make sense. But does it mean all the characteristics of astro, you know, astrological signs and symbols, is it accurate? Is it concrete? Is it you know, all Tauruses are the same. All Aries are the same. You know, all Gemini. Oh, my God. Talking about Geminis being. Oh, how many Geminis are listening out there? I would say the Geminis are always like a freaking split personality. <laughs> Oops. Maybe I'll 
tick some people off. Um, and, you know, what do you, do you even look for that? And say you're on a dating website, right? Say you're on a dating website. Do you go ahead and, you know what? Okay, I am looking for a Virgo, not a virgin, (laughs) not a virgin. Are you looking for, oh my God, my astrological compatibility says I need a Virgo. So say you're on one of the numerous online dating websites. Do you put that in your requirements, right? Do you put that in your requirements? I will only look at or talk to Virgos or Capricorns. Do I only, oh, you're right. Hey, Rhonda, you're a virgin? I mean, a Virgo? Hey, welcome. Uh, Welcome, Rhonda. Yeah, Gemini's are Jack going, hi, Rhonda, you agree with me? Oh, my God. And uh, that's what I said. They're like split personalities. It's weird. Aries, ooh, you know what? It's weird. You have Taurus in between Gemini and Aries. Does that mean freaking you know, the Taurus is trying to be more grounded and stable in between the Aries and Gemini. It's ironic. Rhonda, we were talking, or we, I was talking about in human sexuality class today. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, oh, your husband was Gemini. Sorry to hear that. No, no all the Gemini people are going to be all ticked off and pissed off, right? And you look at, it was funny, I was talking about um, you know, death and dying. And I also gave, actually, you were the individual, Rhonda, that, ooh, what about cancer? You know what? Hopefully Shauna will be calling in pretty soon, okay? Uh, and finding out. Hopefully she don't keep us hanging. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> Won't keep us hanging um, too much longer. She'll be calling in with a cancer Ocean of a mo- you mean cancer likes motion of the ocean? Oh, here we go. Hey, Shauna, can you hear me? Hey. Oh my God, we got people on live chat going nuts. I see that. And talking about oh, actually, Rhonda, I have to give her props. She posted on my. Facebook <laughs> took a picture of the board on human sexuality of my uh, JJ picture. Um, <laughs> and we were, oh, my God, it was freaking hilarious. How many parts of a female genitalia are there? Ooh. Anyways, right, Shauna, welcome to the Art of hey. Relationships radio show. Give the listeners, uh, some people, you know, a lot of people might have heard when you were on a few weeks back, clue people in what you're doing, the book and everything you're working on. Well, uh, I finished a book. um, Oh, you finished it. Good. I finished a book that's going to be published in a few weeks. Awesome. I'm, I'm working on a second book that my second book talks about sex. And Ooh. how sex defines us. Like, I went back and, and did a um, kind of an itemized inventory uh, autopsy sort of um, 
thing of my sex life from, from whenever you're young until whatever you are right now. Right. And people don't realize how much sex actually defines them as a person. Oh, huge. It is huge. It is huge. And sex is a big, huge deal in all of our lives. And whether or not you are a fan of sex or not, <laughs> it has had the fact that you're not really is a big deal. But if you are, it's even a bigger deal because whatever your experiences are or whatever your inhibitions, non-inhibitions, whatever, whatever it is that you have in your life that's affected you, that's affected the way you, the way you view sex in general. Yes. Um, is a, it's a big deal about why you are who you are now and, and who you choose as a partner. And, um, but I have literally been, um, I have been, um, researching, um, Things that have to do with astro, you know, astrology, signs, everything, everything having to do with relationships. How do you choose a per- partner? Um, you know, who you've screwed up with in the past, within the past, what you have right now, currently, what you don't have right now, currently. And I kind of went back and did an inventory of all the people that I've dated. I probably literally have dated more people in the last three years than I've ever dated in my whole entire life because I was just. I was very, um, um, horny. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to throw that no. out there, Shauna. Sorry. No. <laughs> my first, my first, uh, 30, some odd, my third, my first 38 years of my life was of me being raised as a Baptist, Uh-oh. you know, Christian, all these things, monogamous and, you know, right. you don't have one you don't have one night stands, you don't have, um, you know, so many things. And so when, when I was writing my book, I decided that I was going to venture out and, um, try some new things. And I, I love did. your terminology, Shauna. <laughs> I did. And, but, but also I've been investigating and I've been researching and I've been doing some, um, you know, just different, um, research on different signs. And I firmly believe that there is a big, 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 there's a lot of validity, validity in uh, astrology and your birth sign. I believe that it does talk a lot about your personality and, and there's a lot about the truth. Um, you know, as far as your personality wise, if you go and you read some astrology that talks about your birth sign, uh, where you come from when you were born, the time of day, and all that stuff. Right. There's a lot of truth, there's a lot of truth there. I believe in it. And um, now as far as your birth sign as, com- as being compatible to other birth signs, I know, I know you saw me post on Facebook just recently that supposedly I had like a um, true match birth sign. Yes. And that, and then I had a birth sign that was like my uh, worst match. Yes. Okay. And so both of those are bullshit, by the way. and you look at can you explain to and i before you called in i was talking about astrological signs and you know like me i'm a taurus and you look at you know i don't i look at the taurus personality traits if you will and i'm like you know what i match maybe three out of what 15 or whatever they give you and i'm like yeah and and I agree. Can you explain to everybody the difference between your astrological sign and your birth sign? And then we'll maybe kick it up about the matching and sexual characteristics. And I, I like 
when you mentioned about our <clears throat> sexual personalities, and I talk about this in human sexuality classes well, with clients and everything, and it's funny how there is it, it, how your personality comes out in your sexual behaviors or sexual confidence, if you will. Well, let me just clarify something, okay? This is something that I was talking to a friend of mine about earlier is that if your relationship is based on sex, first and foremost, it's not going to last, okay? True. Let me just say that. Let me clarify that. But I will tell you this. A, a relationship based on sex, which I've had those, uh, can go on and on and on and on and on. And it can, can be never very end. addicting. It can, and it can never end. And so you both ultimately make the decision that we're going to venture out and seek other people and we're going to find something that's lasting because obviously if you've made a decision that your relationship is based on sex that you're not going to go any further with that person it doesn't mean you can't it just you decided initially that you weren't going to and so you know um now as far as the the two different birth signs versus astrological or, or whatever um there's a big difference you know um I think personally that each person individually needs to go and research their own sign. And here's the thing. I believe firmly that every sign is compatible with every other sign. I believe Ooh, that. Now that so, is a different take than what I think a lot of listeners, even myself, um, has been taught. No, I believe, but let me tell you why. Here's the reason why, because I have researched it and researched and researched, and I've gone back over the last few guys, well, not the last few, <laughs> the guys that I've dated in my lifetime, and I've gone back and I've contacted them, I said, what is your date of birth, you know, and I've, and I've looked at their sign, and I've gone back and I've written notes about who are you, when were you born, and how did I, how did I respond to you, how to respond to each other. How was the sex? How was this? How was that? You know, and... Now, hold on. This was with your exes? Lots of exes, yes. Oh! What's this? Awkward. No. What's it awkward? What's it awkward for them? Because, Greg, let me tell you something. I'm I'm a writer. They know that I'm writing a book. Right. They know that I'm writing books because they didn't care. So we talked, and... They told me when they were, you know, born, whatever. And, right. and I wanted to understand how I connected with those people individually. Awesome. No, and, I like and I that. Wanted, and I wanted to understand, you know, uh, how whatever they did, what, however they were as a man, how that affected me, how I responded initially without knowing who they were individually. Because you know people on the surface because whenever we are trying to date or connect or attract, we... We smell different. We look different. We dress different. Right. When we get to know someone, we, you know, we fart and we belch and we do all of those things, right? You mean women fart? Uh, Hell yes, we do. I know you do. But the difference is that I'm the kind of woman that will fart in the very beginning versus in the end. You know what, Shauna? That is cool. And I talk about, and why don't, and I joke around, but there's some truth and validity to this. I, why don't people on a first date, they go out and just say, okay, here's all my bad stuff, my bad shit, if you will. And this is it. Take it or leave it. A lot of people put on, you know, the facades, the masks to try to impress everybody. And do you find that? And I, I think I, it's funny because I find that 
age is no factor with that. I think people do that of all ages, not it just is, when is. you're teens, early 20s, but, you know, well, in your when you're 40s. Younger, when you're younger, it's more likely that you're not going to be yourself as opposed to when you're older and you accidentally fart because you're so fat now you can't hold it, right? <laughs> so whenever you're – but me personally, I was just telling one of my friends a couple of days ago that I am totally opposite. I'm the kind of woman that I will not wear makeup. I will lay all over your couch in sweats and a T-shirt and no bra and no makeup. And I don't give a shit if you like me or you don't. And if you do, hallelujah, then you get to see the real me. And if I dress up, you're like, wow, she is beautiful with her makeup and her clothes or whatever she wears. Right. I would rather surprise you with how I look than surprise you with the fact that I'm, a, you know, a trash can. <laughs> they wake up next to you in the morning and go, oh, my God, what the hell did I do? No. Exactly. Exactly. So I would rather you see me in my natural state where my makeup is running and my mascara is running and I'm farting on your couch or whatever and I'm stinking up your bathroom, you know? Seriously. Oh, God. I would rather you see me that way than you later, you know, this woman who's perfect, who is educated, who's this, who's that, who's right. dressed nice, and then all of a sudden, you know, you wake up next to me and my mascara is running because I'm too damn drunk and lazy to take my makeup off the night before, and my, my um, uh, mascara is all over your pillow. Well, I would rather you literally know me on the front end, who I am, what I look like, than for me to fake you. No, I agree. I'm not going to fake anybody. I'm not going to fake anybody. In. That's how it should be, Sean. I agree. And the uh, I think we've all heard saying some whatever that, you know, if you don't deserve me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at my best, right? Let me tell you something, Greg. Let me tell you something. You see my Facebook page. I have a lot of friends. Yes. A lot of guy friends. Don't don't brag. Don't brag. I'm not bragging, but I'm telling (laughs) you the truth. I have a lot of friends who are guy friends who... Talk to me, compliment me, love me, adore me, and they've all seen me with no makeup. Sweet. So that should tell you something. I don't give a rat's ass whether or not you like me with makeup. I'm going to show up in my sweat and no makeup and raggedy ass hair, and I don't, I don't care if you like me or you don't like me. And most of the time they do because I'm real. I'm a very real person. That's I agree, and I promote this big time, Shauna, with – Everybody, especially women, even, you know, my clients and everything. It, it's like I want you to be comfortable with who you are, not just who you make yourself up to be. And, and you know, and it's you know what, Greg? confidence. I, my friends, my friends who know me, know me, know right. that I don't try to be anything that I'm not. I don't. I don't. That's how it should be, Shauna. Big time. I don't. And my guy friends, especially who know me, they'll see me you know, um, dressed in nothing, like not nothing. They don't see me naked. I was going to say, uh-oh. They'll see me, you know, uh, in my sweats, you no know, makeup, my hair is on right. whatever. And, 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 and they still love me, so I don't care. I do not care. And, you know, then when I do get dressed up, they're like, wow, she looks amazing or whatever, you know. I, I That to me is more attractive and more real than some girl who dresses up all the time and tries to attract people based on something that's fake. I agree. um, You know, but back to the topic. The topic is the signs. And the signs are that I firmly believe that any sign 
you, me as a Pisces, I used to think, okay, I can't date it. I can't date a Gemini. I can't date a Sagittarius. I can't date a Taurus. I can't date this because my sign says that we're not compatible. Well, if you're really further into that and you look into um, every single sign is compatible with each other. We're they all can be, correct. That's how you work it. Yeah, we're all compatible. We're all compatible, and what it really and what it really depends on is our maturity level and our ability to see that a Gemini sees things differently. Now, now, let me tell you something. <laughs> Go every ahead, Sean. Every single sign sees things differently. We all have different love languages. Whole another show topic. We all have a different way that we communicate. A whole another show topic. We all have a different way that we receive love. A whole another show topic. We all have a different way that we, we you know, um, perceive each other. Right. Show topic. We all have different ways that we um, want to see and be seen. Correct. Now, the, the whole idea is if you want to look, if you really honestly want to really have a deep, very detailed, very intimate relationship with any sign, I suggest you read up on that sign and you understand what, what it is about that person that makes them tick. Because I will tell you this, I've dated nearly every sign, every sign. And every single one, everything they say about those signs is true to my knowledge. Every guy that I've dated, I've dated nearly every sign, okay, has been true. So that's just my opinion, obviously. Right. But I think... All of those Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I, I agree. I'm trying to think if I date. It's weird. You know what? I probably dated, you know, God, we're, we're talking. We could do a competition, Shauna. <laughs> um, but it's weird. It's funny how we, or maybe I migrate, or just maybe personality, how they attract different. There's not. There's some signs I have not dated. I know that. And you look at, with what you're talking about, I agree we can match and blend and be compatible with, you know, other signs and other personality aspects. But I also believe that if you learn from each other, you, I was going to say you sound like a female virg, uh, virgin of me when I talk about, you know, my I'm main premise. I'm a virgin of you? No, virgin, not a virgin. <laughs> and, and you look at. I was like, call my mother, please. No, 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 no. <laughs> and you look at the, you know, the dynamics. And I tell couples all the time, I don't want you going tip for tat. I want you to learn from each other and get rid of the right and wrong and this and that to learn from each other, how to love each other. But I agree that there are some personality characteristics. If you want to call them, you know, astrological personality characteristics, they're just, no matter how much you try, blend, bend, whatever, that they are just they're going to be destructive. They're going to be chaotic, even if yeah, they try to learn I from agree. each other. And with the astrological science, like I'm saying, it comes to a point. You can do everything that that person, you know, you learn about them. Like, I'm all about that. I, I love that. You want to learn more about your partner. And this isn't just at the beginning. This goes throughout time because you change, you evolve. And... But there's some people, if they don't want to do the same, 
You're you're in trouble. Do you agree with right. that? Oh, I do agree with that. Let me tell you, my first, my my most, my most uh, supposedly coveted partner, my most uh, treasured partner, my most uh, compatible partner, my most awesome partner, my most sexually compa- compatible partner, was the last guy that I was in a serious relationship with, and it was for about nine months, and he was the most psychotic son of a bitch that I've ever met in my life. What's that say and about you, Shauna? Did you so learn? What did I learn about you? So, but let me tell you, the reason why I dated him was because he was a rebound. I get that. I, I will never, ever, ever do a rebound ever again, but he was right after a marriage. Right, eh? Was, Don't advise most, it. It was the most effed up marriage that I've ever been in my life, but I took a year and a half after that to not ever date anyone. I didn't date anyone, no one, for a year and a half. I'm not saying that I was perfect or, you know. Yeah, uh, we're not saying that. Virgin no. Mary or any of that stuff. But I'm saying that I did not, I, I decided to clean myself up mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, in all those ways. Because the person that was supposed to be perfect for me, which was a Taurus, believe it or not, wound up being hey. the biggest dickhead I've ever met. Oh! Because, but hold on, but hold on. <laughs> let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because he was thick emotionally he had been cheated on his own mother had told him never trust another woman right he didn't trust anybody so it doesn't matter it does not matter the sign ah. matter it matters you know signs don't matter they really that, don't like if you can if you can sit there and take someone's sign and dissect it and break it down and say okay i understand this person is a gemini he's a, a psycho there's two of him right and right. I'm gonna date I'm gonna date both of them and I'm gonna marry one of them <laughs> and the other one the other one's gonna be this the dark side or whatever in the bedroom. And you know, you can do that, but the fact is is that you have to understand where that person has come from originally. You have, you have to, to you have to be willing to accept this person had a past. And that person needs to be open and honest with you to tell you what their past was. So you need to decide and be mature enough to understand this person had a, a scary past, an okay past, a normal past, whatever they had. They had healed from their past. They had taken a year off from their past, you know, whatever it is. And uh, if they did or did not, you decide whether or not you are willing to go through whatever it is to go through to be in that relationship with that person that's supposed to be perfect for you. I the agree. That I, the last horse that I dated was a psycho. And he was um, a manipulative, jealous, crazy son of a bitch. And he was the worst person than I've ever been with my whole entire life. You know, but he was supposed to be my perfect match. So there was there was a part of him that was amazing and strong and sexy and masculine and all those things. And um, that was attractive. The part of me that was attracted to him was the sexual side of him. Right. The sex, the sex was amazing. It was incredible. It was like the most amazing sex ever. But then there was a psycho side of him <laughs> that, that wanted to break my arms because, because I didn't show him my cell phone. So, yeah. You know, so, you know, you, it doesn't matter. The it's it really funny. Doesn't. Just like, you know, a lot of guys that we're talking about, even today, it, Rhonda might remember, you know, why is it that all the, Women that are hot and better are frickin' uh, psychos, you know? <laughs> and it's it's funny how that is. And you're right. With any personality, you have to understand where they come from. And, you know, even with the astrological signs and personality makeup, you know, where they come can 
definitely shape that or whatever. Do you find with your research and everything with astrological signs and everything else, Shana, do you feel or I shouldn't say feel, do you think that there are people out there that are 100% say a Leo? Or do you see most people have bits and pieces? I think everyone has bits and pieces. Everyone. I think that everyone has bits and pieces, and I don't think that anyone is 100% Leo or Virgo or Gemini or whatever. Right. Like me, I'm a Pisces, and what I've learned about myself, now, one of the things that explain, I Now, explain to the listeners and everybody else, and I have to on your chat, I'm hot and bad. I'm no psycho. You want a professional opinion? <laughs> Shano. <laughs> now, Let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something, okay? Me being a Pisces, I've always been not confused, but I was always like concerned with the fact that I was able to attract so many different people. Okay. I have a great note, and I'm not trying to brag, but I have a really cool personality and I attract people naturally. You're a fish, life. right? Isn't that what I'm, a Pisces is? I'm a fish. I'm a fish. Explain to yeah. listeners, go more in detail what it is about a Pisces. So people can give more, you know, understanding of what the heck personality characteristics of a Pisces is. A Pisces, we have every single part of every sign. We like, we have all of your signs. We have everyone else's signs and we have the ability to connect with every other sign in a very intimate way. It's spiritual because we're very dreamy, we're very compassionate, we're very empathetic. We're like in a whole other world. And so we bring every other sign into their dream, into their, you know, non-reality. And every sign has the need to be in a non-reality. We do. And so I don't care if you're a Taurus and you're so grounded and and technical and, and, and structured See, that's every not single, me. <laughs> every single person, every single person right. has a dreamer side of them. They have a dark side of them. They have a, a side of them that's like, it's a day, daydreamer or whatever. Right, absolutely. So every single person has that side of them. As Pisces, we have the ability to draw you out of your real world and into a world that's romantic, that, that's... Um, make-believe. Make-believe, yes. Now, Shauna, with Pisces... um, do you think, when you say you have the ability, or Pisces have the ability to draw people out of our real world, if you will, do you, do you think Pisces do this unintentionally or it's intentional? Unintentional, because... It's just their essence. Because I naturally have people who call me, message me every single day, Greg, I do. I have witnesses to that. I have men, women, both, who sure. call me and message me every day. And say, Shauna, can you tell me about this? They're married men. Married men. Right. Single men, you know, who call me every single day and talk to me. And and they and I have a way about me that draws people in into an imaginary world. And I'm like, you know, a snap out of it. You're married. You know, you've been married for 40 some odd years or whatever. Right. You know, I have to snap people back into reality to understand that I'm just, I say things that make people feel like I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person that you, you know me. I'm on my Facebook page, and I, right. I say some very drastic things sometimes to get people to feel emotionally, physically, spiritually, or whatever. I just try to, I try to like push the, push the buttons, throw the pot. 
You read my <laughs> stuff a lot, right? <laughs> I do, and I try to get people to respond. <laughs> and and they do. I have a lot of people comment on all my stuff, and the reason why they do is because I say things very boldly. Right, and absolutely. I have, and, I have the, and I have the ability to stir people naturally, but that's not just because I'm, I'm not trying to flirt with anyone. I'm not trying to draw anyone in or anything like that. I just, as a Pisces, we naturally have the ability to do that. We don't do it on purpose. It's just something about us that we have something inside of us. That we're, we're stirred. We're stirred naturally every single day. We're, we're not settled. Pisces are never settled. So we're, does that we're, we're mean not, when you say that Pisces are never settled, what, first of all, get, if people don't know, what, what is the – the date span for a Pisces. What month? Okay, so a Pisces is February twenty something. I can't. I don't know the exact date. I have to look it up. Oh my god! Oof. How embarrassing! February. I know, right? <laughs> February twenty something to March twenty something, like the twenty eighth. Okay. And so you know, I'm March second, obviously. So. A Pisces is going to be the end of February, which is a short month, the short the short bus month. To <laughs> be nice, twenty <laughs> something, twenty something of March. Okay. And so yeah, so that's a Pisces, and um, you know, and but that's not all that goes into it. I wish my my oldest daughter was on the phone right now because she does a whole different reading of she looks at your your time of your time of birth. Right. And your date of birth, and she does this research on you and finds out so much about you that helps you to find out what your destiny is, what your purpose is, and all of those things. And I'm telling you that there's, like like Rick Jones, he said he's an Aries, March 26th, so he's right there on the cusp of, he's right there on the, like the, the fine line of Pisces versus Aries. Okay? Aries. Right. And so, you know... um, I wouldn't just look at your birth sign. I would look at, you know, your, I would go back and look at when the, the day of time that you were born. Right. I time. hear that often. You're supposed to look at what time of the day you were born and all right. this stuff too. Right. It has a lot to do with it. And, and we've done a lot of research in our family, you know, about when we were born, what time we were born and all those things and to try to discover our purpose. And I don't know if you know this or not, Greg, but all of my kids are very talented. Yeah, and I remember all, you talking about that. Yeah, I remember are. that. And all four of them have purpose and destination and direction and all those things. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that I have coached my children from a very young age to be um, to be sensitive to who, when they were born, you know, what time they were born and all those things and what their sign means and how to use what their natural – birth sign abilities are. Are you saying their birth abilities or are you saying their strengths? Absolutely their strengths. And, and I'm telling you that if you if you take all of this, every single bit of it and you put it in perspective. Right. And you take that and connect it to the things that have happened in your life personally from, from birth until now. I mean, if you don't know what happened to you from birth until now, you're an idiot as far as I'm concerned. You don't even need to be in this call. But I'm saying that if you take everything that's, that's that's happened to you and you do like a timeline of yourself, right? And and what and you read from you know what you find out about yourself, you'll understand why you are yourself and why you how are many, what you are. 
How many people do you think actually have the time to do that? Everybody. I'm all about, and I but, teach but Greg, people. Everyone, everyone. Oh, everyone I agree. Has time. Everyone has time. We waste more time looking at bullshit on the internet. Yes. Why don't we have time to figure out what it is about ourselves that makes us tick? Why, how to have a healthier relationship, how to have healthier children. So I took these birth time things and I turned it into not just about me to have, how do I have a better sex life, but how can I make my children better? How can I, how can I coach them and teach them how to be better human beings, to uh, understand their gifts, their goals, their dreams? Absolutely. I'm all for that. I promote that. and, 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 and honestly, Greg, my kids are successful. All four of them have success. No, All that's that's terrific. Now, Shauna, how would you differentiate, say, between... Now, I'm going to get in this. Now, how would you... If there is a differentiation between astrological signs and personality traits, they interweave, I know that, but is there really a difference between... You know, is an astrological sign make your personality, or does do you know what I'm saying with this? Is it yeah, because of your astrological sign that makes your personality? No. Do you agree with that? I think that your astrological sign has natural tendencies. We're all generalized by that, and you have natural tendencies to be like your astrological sign. But you like my. My, I'm a Pisces, right? But if you if you look at Pisces and you look at the fact that a Pisces is dreamy and and they're nonconformative and they're so out there and they're spaced out and they have to have direction. If you if you knew me, Greg, and you I think you do know me from Facebook, you would know that I'm not that way. I'm a I'm a leader. Yeah, you're more. A, you seem I'm more structured. Yeah, more structured, I'm more structured, on task. So so that's bullshit. So what I took from that is I'm very creative. I do like to paint. I'm an artist by nature. But I took the fact that I'm so creative and I turned it into, I molded it into my ability to be creative as a leader, be very structured and be very innovative and to make that into something that can make money for me. Right. And in financial services, you know, I was a vice president for several years. Right. For a big company and... You know, so I don't think that your sign makes you who you are. I think that you take your sign, you take the gifts that you are naturally given from your sign, and you enhance them. And you know I'm all huge on evolving us as people, evolving ourselves. So this is cool. Do you have time? Because I'm going to take a little break. Is that okay, Shauna? I have time. Awesome. Going to take a little breather and... We'll be back in a few minutes. I drank too much coffee. I'm going to wet myself. <laughs> How much TMI is that? So this is the Art of Relationships Radio Show. We have special guest Shauna Marie on. So stay tuned. Thank you so much. We'll be back very shortly. Thank you. You're listening to the Art of Relationships Radio Show on the podcast Detroit Network. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. 
It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. everybody this is the art of relationships radio show coming to you live 
Uh, and you can listen to recorded shows anytime you want using SoundCloud, the Spreaker app, tune in, or go to Spreaker.com and type in the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Also, I am the Art of Relationships Radio Show. It's also a family member of Podcast Detroit.com. So check check them out. We are talking about astrological signs, and we have an up-and-coming lady star, if you will. Ooh, Shauna Marie. Are you still there? Uh-oh. Well, Shauna will probably be back. Um, one question is uh, that would be, you know, Going to ask Shauna when she comes back on. Um, I don't know. Hope She might be on hold, whatever. She probably thought the break was going to be longer. Um, and I apologize. She'll be back on real soon. And, oop, we might have lost her. So we'll have Shauna if she's able to call back in, hopefully shortly, and uh, we'll get back on there. I got a question I want to ask her. Oh, here she is. Hey, Shauna, welcome back. You there? I'm there, but I can hear you the whole time, but you can hear me. Oh, I'm sorry. You know why? That's my I'm, fault. I, I had the, I'm, the knob. I'm a, I'm a Pisces, and you're a, what are you, a Taurus? I'm a Taurus. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not a, uh, <laughs> I'm not a uh, standard Taurus by any means. Um, <laughs> R- Rhonda's asking me what time... Were, was I born? You know what, Rhonda? I, I think 11.30, 11.35 a.m., if I'm not mistaken. But I, I have to ask my mom. I, I have no idea. I can't remember when I was born. I was so little. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Shauna. I had, I had, uh, I had the, the knob turned way down. That's why I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> What an idiot. What a brain okay. fart. But see, our Taurus, humble? Eh. See? I'm not yeah, the typical Taurus. But I had a question. Daryl mentioned um, in the live chat, I believe you take on certain traits from your lover's sign. I agree. I think we evolve. And, you know, we start acting like one another in love relationships. I want to ask you, Shauna, and I, I mentioned this uh in response to Daryl's uh, comment on live chat, and I asked, um, is there a tendency for people to start acting, I put it in quotes, start acting like their sign states? You know what? Um, say an Aries. And, okay, Aries does this, so now I'm going to start acting like this. Almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Do you see that happen with followers of astrology? You do, you do. And the thing is, is that, the 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 uh, most intimate form of like you know um, respect and love and and concern for another person is to mimic them, and so we tend to mimic our partners. Right. But the fact is, is that it's fake as hell. Excuse my language, but it's fake as fuck. You mimic that person, and then eventually you find out you don't even like what the hell you're doing to mimic them. Because what happens, Shauna? 
You've heard me numerous times on the radio show and also maybe on Facebook and stuff. Remember when I talk about when you start losing yourself or selling yourself out? That's Ah. exactly what I'm talking about, Greg. You get to the point to where you're like, eventually you're trying so hard to make the other person happy by liking their music, liking their shitty-ass chicken, liking their tacos. They're what? They're shitty-ass chicken. And did you say taco? If you don't like their taco, you better find another woman. If I don't like your fucking tacos, in my language, if I don't like your tacos, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to teach you how to make better tacos, but if you don't make better tacos, or if you're not willing to listen how to make better tacos, we're probably not going to have taco heaven. We're not. Right. So, Yes, we do mimic our lovers. We do mimic our partners because we're trying to ultimately be something that we're not. We're trying to please them. We're trying to be uh, in their good graces. We're trying to do so much more than what we're really honestly eventually capable of, which is being more than what we are. My tacos are succulent. <laughs> oh, you read Daryl's thing? Daryl, you got a taco? <laughs> That Daryl, uh-oh, we might have to talk, dude. We uh, we might have to talk, Daryl, about you have tacos? You have a taco, Daryl? Um, huh. That's okay. So, you know what I mean, though, Greg. We, yes. we mimic our partners to please them. And, I, and I agree the with thing. that. Do you I think? Hate that. I hate it, Daryl. I mean, I hate it, Greg. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. But I agree with that. But do you think when, you know, you say we mimic our partner, I don't, I think sometimes that you, it's like when you're around certain people, I don't even think, I agree with you. You know, you try, I'm all about, and I teach couples, I teach people to learn from their partner what they need to feel loved, important, you know, desired, craved, cherished, all that. But I don't want anyone, like I said before, to sell themselves out. But I think a lot of people, it's almost uh, the same adage, if you will. When you start hanging around certain people, you start acting like them. And I don't even know if it's on a conscious level. It's peer groups. It's, um, you know, maybe certain friends, maybe coworkers that people start acting. It's almost like when you have someone that is, say, you're with somebody. I know you wouldn't be. I'm not going to be with someone like this. That is always sort of negative, depressive all the time. What does that do to your mood? And do you, without even, you're not trying to act negative. You just start acting negative and depressive. And you're like, oh, my God, what the hell is going on? Right. Oh, I thought there was more. (laughs) And do you... Fine. Have you seen anyone that is very into astrological science? I mean, the nitty gritties, the, um, like you said, you know, the birth science, everything else that is really in there. And all of a sudden, they start, like I mentioned before, do you, have you witnessed that they start sort of behaving like their sign? Or, okay, this is my thing and I have to start being this person because this is Absolutely. what everything Absolutely. is supposed to be. That. I've seen that. I That's whack, isn't that. it? My friends, my girlfriends, my guy friends have mimicked each other. Their their boyfriends, their significant others, right? And to the point that I've seen them totally morph into something other than themselves. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to you anymore because you're not my friend anymore. You're not even the same person. Like right. you're like trying to become something that you're not. 
And this is the thing, Greg. But this do you think thing. it's do you think it specifically, like I mentioned, is it specifically to they know what their sign is or are they trying to mimic their partner? There's different they questions there. They don't know the difference, Greg. They don't know. And here's my theory. My theory is sure. this. My theory is that you should know every single thing you could possibly know about yourself first and foremost. Oh, uh, huge. huge Absolutely. And then, and then you should understand once you find out what your partner is, you should understand what makes them tick. And I'm not saying mold or manipulate yourself to them, but I'm saying that you should understand what their language is, what they speak spiritually, mentally, physically, because it's not just what they're saying. It's behind the scenes. There's a whole other game that's going on. And you've got to be able to understand what's going on behind the scenes. And if you don't, personally, especially in the very beginning, people don't know how to communicate. They don't. And so whenever you don't understand, when you don't understand what they're saying behind the scenes without them even saying anything, right? What they're what they're communicating to you is something different because they're just trying to attract you. Their At the beginning, their, right? Their verbal communication, their smell, their appearance, whatever, is just them trying to attract someone. And so they're liars. They're effing liars. They they're are. putting they're, they're putting a front on big yes, time. Yes, they are. They are so. But if you get good at understanding why they're doing that, I'm telling you, it's not like, it's not people like, well, you're trying to manipulate people. Well, you know what? Screw you. It's not manipulating. It's, I I love to, um, it depends. Okay. It depends who it is. You know, I love trying to call people out, but usually, you know, when people do that, put up a front, you know, you, you've heard the old scenario. Oh, I don't want to bash anyone listening. That's a used car salesman, right? They tell you what they want to hear. They blow smoke up your ass. But you look at the dynamics of, do you find those individuals, do you find them more, they lack, I, I find it that they lack confidence and they lack direction and they lack self-esteem to be who they are, to be comfortable in their own skin. Most and it's almost people, like... Most s- people in general, most people in general, Greg, my opinion is that, and, and I... I, I agree a lot, yes. I get to talk to with so many people daily who message me daily asking me for advice, asking me, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? Right. Most people, most Learn. people, and I can, I don't care if anybody, you know me, I don't give yeah. a rat's ass if you disagree with me. Right. I, I know that my, I have hundreds of people who message me, and the majority of the people who message me, I would venture to say that most people don't take the time to understand themselves. Most people don't take the time to understand each other. And most importantly, if you don't understand yourself, you can't understand another person. I don't think a lot of people, to be honest with you, have the confidence to really dig deep and look at themselves. They don't want to look at that mirror. They don't. And that's one of the reasons why me personally... They want to fit in. I believe I'll tell all women this who are listening tonight. I will tell every single woman who is listening tonight. If you want to attract a man... And, and, and Greg, I'm not perfect. I'm not the perfect weight, height, or anything, but I attract a lot of men. I do. And I'm not trying to brag, but I'm saying that I do. And the reason why that I do is because I don't give a rat's ass what you think about it's me. It's your presence. I am, 
I am very, very, very real in the front end. I will fart in front of you. I will take a shit in front of you. That's hot. I, will, I, will, <laughs> I don't give a shit about making plans in front of you. I, Greg, Greg, I don't. I agree. I know. But you're I comfortable. Have a, I, have, I have a best friend sitting beside me right now tonight. He's my best guy friend ever who will tell you tonight. He listens to this call tonight. He will tell you I'm telling the truth. I don't give a shit what you think about me. I don't. I do not. Everyone that is my guy friends who say they're so comfortable with me or this or that, they can tell me anything. It's because right. they say that Shauna is real. She's this. She's that. She's whatever. It's because I don't try to be something that I'm not. I don't. I don't have to fake anything. I'm very honest. I'm very forthcoming. But I, I, I'm a good listener. And for me, for me, honestly... I literally try to just be myself. Sean, that's what I want people to do. You know, I I tell people, I want them to be comfortable in their own skin. But if you're comfortable in your own skin and you're an asshole or a bitch, you know what? Yeah, there's a difference between being arrogant and, you know, being comfortable with yourself. And I think being comfortable with yourself and having that confidence, you're able to look at yourself, look at your weaknesses, and your strengths. And you have a, a humbleness to be able to do that, okay? Um, Princess Fu mentioned, are we going to hear about other signs? I'm assuming maybe personality characteristics. Oh, Shauna, here we go. What have you heard as far as, let's throw it out there, who are the best lovers? Hmm. Well, let me tell you this, okay? I'm going to be honest with you. Since you've been with all of them. I'm (laughs) going to put myself out there, and I'm going to tell you, I'm not ashamed to say, I'm not a whore. I'm 41 years old, and I spent the first thousand years of my life (laughs) being a Baptist Christian who was afraid to have sex with anyone. I'm sorry to hear that. No, true, but I spent the last three years of my life being very open and, and entertaining anyone and everyone that I could possibly entertain. And I will tell you that they're all equally. <laughs> You're laughing. Are you drunk, Shauna? They're all equally good. They're all equally good. Like all signs, depending on which I, I have a tendency to connect with guys spiritually. Yes. And so when you, when you connect spiritually, you connect more physically and so I naturally have better sex. I cannot apologize for that, Greg. Why should you apologize for that? When you can connect, when you make someone feel like you're really into them, and I'm not talking just physically, you know, and I talk about, you know, numerous times. I hit, even in my book, I mentioned about the emotional enhances the physical and vice versa. When you stare right. into someone's eyes and you have that emotional connection, that is huge. It makes the whole sexual experience awesome. Um, right. Now, do you find that there are more, or I would say, certain signs are more sexually comfortable than others? Or do you think that has nothing to do with astrological signs, more with more, experience and comfortable? I think there are definitely, definitely some signs that are more sexually comfortable than which others. Which ones? Throw them out there. Are. We already know Pisces. <laughs> what I other ones? comfortable with everyone. I think that Capricorn is comfortable with everyone. I think that... Sexually? 
a Gemini is a whore, and they're comfortable with everyone. Gemini? Gemini, yes. I Are do. you talking? Now, you can't speak. Now, you're talking. Do you think there's a difference with the astrological signs between men and women? Say a Gemini man, you said, or a whore. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you telling me, Greg? I know, I know. The reason why you're telling me is because you've been with a Gemini. You're like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I've been with a couple of Geminis. And you know, that love sex. That love sex. Personality-wise, they were like Jekyll and Hyde. But, yeah, they like sex. But I'm talking the difference. Do you think there are gender differences that no, with sexual... No, no, I don't. I don't. Okay, I don't think cool. Any, I don't think there's any gender differences. I think that it depends on your past, where you've been, and what you've experienced. Everyone I agree. Is Everyone but, is different. I agree. But throwing that out, do you think there is... Um, say... This is, I even say, what the hell is normal? Normal past, whatever, dating, all this stuff. Do you think there are, you said Capricorns tend to be comfortable sexually, right? Are you talking yeah. men and female? I, I have Both? been dating a Capricorn. I have been, I'm not, I haven't, I don't announce anything that I do on Facebook. I'm very private. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I have been dating a Capricorn for about a year and a half. And Currently, it's been, mostly, it's been mostly sex. Okay, we we've agreed not to date each other exclusively, even though it's been exclusively. We both agree that it's exclusively, even though it's not. We don't we don't we don't want to be exclusive. Why? We're not dating. We don't say we're in a relationship. There's nothing wrong like that. with that. But are you both <laughs> fearful of that? If you do, it's going to ruin it. It'll get I too humdrum. Too big. I, I honestly believe that if, if I if I okay, here's the thing. Something happened just recently, Greg, that we that forced him to think I want this woman permanently in my life. Okay. And I I did not want him permanently in my life, and so he became very jealous. Right. In a matter of two, in a matter of the last two weeks, very jealous, very obsessive, very possessive. Then you need and, to probably dismiss and, that. And I cut it off because I'm not interested in that. Right, I agree. I don't want that. I don't want that drama in my life, and so plus it's not attractive. Me and him, a Capricorn, a Pisces, naturally we we have great sex, but in a relationship, depending on his past and my past, and depending on what he's dealt with and what dealt with and what I've dealt with currently, where I've come and where I've grown, whether as opposed to where he's come and he's he's grown, right? Where we meet up. That's where the difference is. You can have sex. You can be attracted physically on the surface, and it can be amazing. Right. When you try try to have a relationship. But it's got to be deeper. When you've grown, when you, it depends on how you have grown personally, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, in all those ways. I agree. He has has not grown, and I have. I'm to the point in my life where I'm not going to put any bullshit. I'm not desperate. I, I can pay my own bills. I don't need his bullshit. Right. There's not, nothing wrong not. with that. Do he's you um now throw it out there? We'll go around the horn, if you will, Shauna. And okay, uh, we already talked about Pisces. You already talked about Gemini's being whores. Um, go. What about Cancer? You said Capricorns are comfortable sexually. Do you find that some are more wild and freaky, and some are more romantic, Absolutely. loving? 
I want to hear. Saying? You got to start start okay. going around the horn with uh, the signs. Most, the most freakiest, the most sexual, the most freakiest, amazing sex I've ever had in my life. Taurus. Is a Pisces. Really? With yourself? <laughs> Self gratification, Menage de Moi. It was with my ex husband, which was a, the father of my children. Okay. But you have to understand something. We're both very spiritual. We're both very, both very connected. We're both both very emotional. Very non surface. We're both. And this the is surface. your ex. We're very, my 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 children's father was probably the most spiritual sexual connection that I've ever had in my life. That's okay. Thing. Now you're speaking from a personal experience. What other personal. research have you done? Now, Rhonda just threw out on, oh, actually, uh, she said she is a Virgo. What about Virgos sexually? Okay, so Virgos sexually, okay, <sighs> tend to be very, very structured, but also very secretive. Ooh. They have, a, they have a side to them that is like extremely, uh, the, the Virgo believes that even sex needs to be planned and practiced. So they want their partner to experience the time of their life. They really do. So like a Virgo is someone who wants the experience. They want the excitement, the uh, affection, the attraction, the, the flair, the fireworks, right. all that stuff. That we'll have to they, we'll have to see if Rhonda agrees with that. If she heard that, she's on chat with uh, Fu right now. Um, you know that they want the excitement. They want. To, are you saying they want to experiment? They want to experiment, but they don't want you to know really that they want to experiment. They want. Are you be, saying they want to be, want to be the? They want to they be, want to be the a, closet freak. They want to be a closet freak. Yes. Okay, shy, sort of, oh, hee, 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 and then, ooh, whip me, baby, spank my ass. Um, <laughs> They want to come out and experience that and have you sort of right. explore that, bring that out in them. Um, right. Okay, what about the Aries? The I say that is because, let me tell you something, I sure. worked with a girl, I worked with a girl who was that, and she would tell me about how um, her husband would leave to go to work and come okay. back. And when he would come back, they would like pretend and role play and all this stuff, which tells me that she was the kind of person that wanted to venture out there and do things. Right. But she really only, she was monogamous. She only wanted to do that with him. Sure. I'm there's I'm all for that. Now, as far as the cancer, they're like really nurturing and um, they are, they want to express their love sexually. They want to, they want to be turned on by foreplay. They're erotic. Oh, they're very passionate. My, like my ex-wife years they're ago was intimate. a cancer. Yeah, so... That was uh, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. Cancer people, they like conversations. They're very emotional. They like peace. There's a lot of things about cancers that make, they want security, basically. Hmm. No, she was just an evil person. Anyways, okay, what <laughs> What about... She was an evil person. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about a good mother to our daughter, but um, what about Aries now? We covered Aries? Virgo, 
Pisces, Capricorn, Cancer now. What about Aries? Okay, so Aries, they are, let me see, they are very passionate. They are sexually aggressive and bend. Really? Really? Oh, I've been with and, a couple of Aries. Want, they want someone who is sexually aggressive as well. Hmm. They're very fiery, very, um, everything is about hot sex, basically. They're, 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 the sex is the most biggest turn on that they have in their relationship. With Aries? Huh. With Aries. I know a couple Aries that that is not the case. And it could be. That's my whole, that's my whole point, Greg. It life experiences. You, it depends on where you came from. I it agree. What happened to you growing up? Where you been? Where you come from? Where you are right now? Your birth time doesn't mean shit. Excuse my language. Oh it no, you can say that. It We're not doesn't FCC. mean anything. It doesn't mean anything because I'm a Pisces, and and I'm probably true to my sign. To be honest with you, I'm very everything you could probably think about a Pisces. I am, except for the fact that I'm very assertive. I'm I'm, I'm not controlling, but I am a leader. Right, there's a because, difference. Because of the fact that I've risen up into business, in the business world, and been a vice president and all the things of, of companies that I've worked with, and, and, you know, so there's a difference there. Because right, there, yeah, there's a difference in your employment, career, you know, background, if you will, that can design you towards that. Um, uh-oh, Hello? Shauna, are you I'm still here. there? Okay. I'm here. We might I'm here. have another caller. Hold on. See if I can call you both. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Caller? You there? Uh oh. Shauna, are you still there? Can you hear me? I can hear you, so I tried uh tap both of them at the same time so we could get you both on the line. Oh, crap. Um, okay. Well, hopefully they'll call in. Sean, are you still there? I apologize, caller. Actually, they were calling from your neck of the woods from Houston. Oh, I wonder who that was. I'm assuming it was... It might have been my ex-husband, Greg. He's a stalker, so... I'm assuming he was... A a friend of yours, and actually, I was trying He's probably to probably a friend of mine. He could have been my stalker, could have been my ex husband who I caught on a rendezvous. <laughs> uh oh! And I was trying to do a three way call so I could have both of you on the he, line. He likes and he likes three ways. <laughs> the last, the last, the last four, the last four digits are one seven one three of the phone number. Oh, I don't know who that is. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Okay. We'll have to... Uh, I apologize, but caller. From, but he's from Houston. He's probably one of my friends. He. That's cool. I want to... That would be awesome. No, I appreciate, you know, with you bringing all your fan club over this way, too. Um, And you look at the situation... Oh, Princess Fu, he's a Taurus like me. Probably different than me, though. I'm more, I'm unique. Um, and I am, I'm not a good lover. I'm a great lover. Ooh, baby. Hello? <laughs> Everyone hung up. No. <laughs> Everybody hung up. Um, you look at, do you find, 
<laughs> there is a huge, um, you know, balance. And do you think that, like, I go back to the personality characteristics, and I, I agree how you meander, how you evolve. And my age-old saying, or one of my many ones, is, you know, how can you be? one another's soulmates. How can you make each other your soulmates or oh evolve and learn God, to I'm be? I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. You almost gave me an orgasm saying that, Greg. Because I'm here's so great. I just said that. <laughs> but here's the thing. My biggest thing is this. Every single sign is compatible with every single sign. The most important thing is that we have to understand how to communicate with each other and give each other validity in what our love languages are, what our strengths and weaknesses are, and we have to be willing to accept or forgive the, whatever the weaknesses and strengths are. And you can get along with anyone, anyone. It doesn't matter if you're like-minded or not. You choose to pick your battles. You can literally not get along with your partner. Like, right. If there's a total opposite side of you, you don't have to get along with anything that they say, but you can choose. It's all mental. You can choose whether to or not to get along with that person based on what your beliefs are. No, so, I agree, Shauna, but there are yeah. just... Does that mean... Okay, you because you can get Greg, along with anybody. I can, too. Greg, doesn't Greg, mean... What if, what if this? What if this, Ray? Listen to this. Let me tell you this. Okay. okay. Let's talk about this little scenario. What if... Throw it at me. Awesome... He's the most awesome, sexy, amazing man ever. Oh, my God. He floats your boat. He does everything for you. A man? I'm not interested. I don't roll that way. But hold on. But hold on. I'm a 200% lesbian. But hold on. (laughs) Hold on, Greg. Yeah. He's the dumbest son of a bitch on the planet. Okay. Intellectually. Okay? Hold on. Hold me. Hold me. Hold me. Hold me. Hold me. Hold me here. Yep. I've been drinking wine, so hold me. I notice you've been drinking wine. <laughs> so listen, listen to me. So this guy—I am. I'm waiting for you to talk. <laughs> he's amazing. He's sexual. He's all these things, but he is dumb as a effing box of rocks. Okay. Right. So you choose as a woman to accept the fact. That he is dumb as a box. Of it ain't rock. gonna work, Shauna. You and I both know that, <laughs> right? Okay, Greg. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But let's play with me. I am play playing with, with you. You're playing with me. Get your hand out and play with me. Yes. Okay, Yo. Okay, listen to me. Listen to me. So let's pretend that you can. Okay. Right. You can get along with this man. And you can let him play with you. <laughs> I get that. And if you let him play with you and it's just a sexual toy. But now, on, are you using on, him just on. for a sexual toy and enjoyment? And that's it. Then that's fine. So, so hold on. So what you're telling me then is this, which is my point. Okay. Further down the road in my book is that you have to, you have to. At least, at least, at the least amount, connect intellectually at the least amount, physically at the least amount, 
mentally, emotionally, spiritually, the least amount, in order for you to make it work. Do I say duh? If you don't, if you don't get the fuck out of, move, go down the road, <laughs> move on. Right. Don't pretend. Don't it try. Don't try to like validate it. it, it no. You know, uh, it ain't going to work. So why are you hanging unless it's just arm do. candy? Women and men do. They do. Yes. They do every I day, completely every agree. Day. Why? Why do you think, so, Shauna? So here's the Because they're desperate because they're lonely. They're concerned that they won't ever have anyone. Money. They're like sex. Could be they money, like too. Money. Stability. Okay. Yes. Yes. Please pay my bills. I can't afford my Verizon payment today. Right. This guy's with me. You know, people do it for all kinds of reasons, but if you're strong and you're connected with yourself, you understand your, your worth, your value, and all the things, then you honestly become to a, like me personally, I'm at a place where I'm like, I can, I can buy my own damn tacos. I can buy my own tacos and my own beer. <laughs> Anyways. I don't uh-huh. need shit. <laughs> I don't need shit, so you better have a big ass dick. Excuse my language. Excuse me. You have a you have a you have a like an R-rated show, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, so 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 your R-rated show. I'm telling you that for me personally, as a woman. Well, hold gonna, on. It's not gonna be, it's not Shana, gonna be you got to remember, you are one woman. Are you? You can't speak for just like I can't speak for all men. You are I'm one not woman. For all women, I'm not speaking for all women. You're I'm speaking for you. you. I'm a woman. I wrote a book. Right. I'm working on my second book. I wrote right. two papers. I have my life together. I pay my own effing bills. Right. I don't have I don't have anyone paying shit for me. So what is your can, point? Hold on. I can buy my own tacos and my own beer. Right. And if I if I want you, it's because I want to have you because I love you intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, in whatever way. Right. And I get to choose whether or not I want you in whatever way I want you. That's very powerful. It is powerful, and it's confidence. It's right? very powerful as a woman. So I get to choose. If you're a dumbass, maybe you're good for whatever. Or right. if you're smart, I probably wouldn't date a dumbass. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even F a dumbass. I wouldn't. But I'm saying that, you know, personally, me personally, is that I honestly feel like, you know, I have so much control and power in my life as a woman because I've taken time. To understand myself, understand my sign, understand what I want, understand what I don't want, understand where I've been, where I've not been, what I can do, what I cannot do, understand my weaknesses and my strengths. Right, but you you and, also have to, Shauna, you have to understand about, I agree with that, and that's what made you and made you more confident not put up with that. And I tell people, you know, you have to evolve into the person you are. And because you're confident knowing what you want, that doesn't mean you lack empathy and compassion for other people. Um, when you get this, oh, I got a question from a text. So what do they, meaning you, Shauna, say about a Taurus and... Capricorn. I had to read that right. What do I say about a Taurus and a Capricorn? From your astrological research. Okay, so my 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 astrological research about a Taurus is that we're highly compatible. That who is? Capricorn, me, a Pisces. And no, a not you. Not you. Say someone else. You are 
the astrological guru, say. Okay. And someone come to you and say they were, one's a Taurus and one's Capricorn. Okay, 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 I get it. Okay, I get okay. it. Here's the thing. This is what I would tell you as advice. Yes. I am telling you that I have researched every single sign I have. Okay. All signs have a learning curve. Right, okay? I agree. Every sign is compatible with a great uh, ability to be like emotionally, spiritually, and mentally connected. Uh, all love sign traits have validity. Every single love sign has a validity. Every single sign has I get validity. That. What, whatever you whatever you read about yourself, you have validity there. Right you can now, probably, get, get you can through. Read about yourself. I get all that. What is your take? Is it? Would you say it's a good match? Or it's one that needs a lot of work at making no, it work. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Utter, complete, effing, bull, effing, shiatsu, shit. Okay, meaning you what? Do, you do not need to make a special, amazing, powerful work to make any sign work. The key to every relationship every sign is communication be honest on the front end be yourself do not be fake do not wear perfume do not mask yourself do not wear makeup do not mask yourself do not fix yourself up do not be what you are not so that you can be what you are not you know whatever later be a hundred percent who you are and on the front end because you attract like, honestly, like, my, my best friend who is with me tonight is a guy. He's sitting here with me right beside me tonight. He's a guy. He's my best friend. He's been my best friend for years. Right. You mentioned okay? it. I agree with that, and, but I also so disagree. He will, but here's what he will tell you. He will tell you this. She's been my best friend. She's farted in front of me. She's done this in front of me. She's done that for me. I get that. He That's will, about you. Now, what about you hitting on Shauna? What about you... Um, I, I think that there are definitely astrological signs or personalities that will clash. Do you agree with that or no? Yes, I do. I do. I believe here's the thing. Let's just say this. Okay, but hold on, Greg. A Taurus, let's say me and Cliff, the guy that I dated, who was okay. a Taurus, it was supposed to be my dream guy, we clashed. Here's the reason why, though. His mother... M-O-T-H-E-R, very important, told him, do not ever trust any woman ever in your life. They're all No, I, I get fears. that. I, I get about the so, experience. So, no, 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 no. My most amazing partner ever was supposed to be a Taurus. F that, F that, that's not true. Because his mother... No, okay, mother, back up, hold on, hold on, I get... You mentioned about his past, and his mother said all oh, women are rotten cheaters, all this. But go back. What You mentioned a key thing. You mentioned that Taurus, you're a Pisces. The male Taurus was supposed to be like one of your ideal fits, right? Right. Okay. Right. Now, what does it say? I'm going back. Forget all the other stuff. What does a Taurus and a Capricorn, is that a good fit? Like you thought a Pisces and Taurus. And I know there, it depends Taurus. on. A Taurus is supposed to be strong. Okay. Right. Supposed to be decision makers. 
they're supposed to be like very, very like bullheaded, be able to lead a Pisces or anyone for that matter. Okay. Into the right direction. Now, what about okay? Capricorn? The same. The same. Meaning? A Capricorn is level-headed, uh, emotional, but not so emotional that they don't let their practical, uh, intentional side of them lead them astray. Like, everything about them, like, they're a Capricorn is someone who is very intentional, but emotional, but also very practical. So they let their... They're sort of like very balanced, kind of. Capricorn is very balanced. Really? They are. They have a very interesting mix of organization and chaos. They are anything but serious in bed. They're very playful. Uh, they have a lot of things about them that are that make them like interesting to all the signs. They really do. Capricorn oh, okay. is supposed to be, Capricorn is supposed to be my top like. The guy that I've been dating for a year and a half is a Capricorn, right. and he is supposed to be my top sign to marry. I'm supposed to marry a Capricorn. Okay. If, if I listen to my birth sign. Okay. Are they, matter of fact, I'm just reading this now, and we got another question on live chat. Now, I'm reading this regarding Taurus and Capricorn regarding sex, okay? This is compatible astrology com. okay you're on the same page again here and appreciate the same lusty oh my god i'm getting hard lusty and sensual style of love making neither of you is particularly spontaneous or reckless no that's not true with me i can be and you'll probably never be on the news for public indecency well that might not be me either being a Taurus. Okay. And they're saying, um, you know, they're saying this match, if married, will probably never get a divorce. Neither of you give up easily once you make a commitment. But that means you will stay together even if you're miserable? Neither of who? Capricorn Taurus. Well, let me tell you something. That all depends on, like I said, where you come Life from, experience and everything else. Okay, so I saw something on chat that said Scorpio with Scorpio. Yes, Scorpio. that's um, right. So here, here's the thing. When that's what Scorpios, I wanted to answer the caller. When, when two Scorpios make a love match, it is a fierce tempest and intense passion. Both are obsessed with one another, and they move forward in love and sex and romance and and, and accelerated somewhat let's say foolish way. So what I take from that is this, is this. They jump in, like I said originally, people jump into relationships based on an initial, okay, I like this guy, he's good looking, let me fuck the shit out of him. Kind of thing. Okay? Right. I'm very blunt. That's freaking hot. I'm hard I'm right now. Blunt. I'm hard. So <laughs> don't, have an, don't, don't jack off on yourself. But I'm no, you no, that. no, no. Two signs, here's the thing, Greg. My experience is this. When two signs connect with one another, right? they, they fuck the shit out of each other and make a lot of babies. They do. Okay? That's yeah. the truth. That's that a fucking truth. Two signs are so intellectually, spiritually connected in every level, they will fuck each other's brains out. 
but it doesn't mean they are a match. It doesn't. Sex does not mean you're a match. Just because you can fuck each other sexually, just because you connect connect sexually, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it does not mean you are a match. You might drown each other the fuck out. Right. And what it, what they're saying, mean, I know it seems it mean, like does it mean does it mean that you will not you will never ever ever be connected? No, that's not what that means. It means that probably not, but it's gonna take work. For two excuse me, the wine. For two sides. I noticed you've had too much. Well, maybe not too much. Maybe to talk. Maybe to talk on this show. But you mentioned you've seen. It see, I hear you saying the same thing about all the signs, and I I agree with it. Depends on the the makeup, your experience, and everything else. Um, and I hear you saying, you know, the you know, soulfully spiritual aspects every of every sign, relationship. Every it's sign, huge. Every sign is compatible. Every single sign see, is compatible. Here's see, I disagree I that. with that. No, 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 no. But let me tell you something, Greg. The reason why the reason why I say that is because we are compatible sexually. Every sign is compatible sexually. Every sign. Now, have a relationship. Emotionally, no, we are not. But sexually. We will fuck your brains out. Every single sign. Is Who? Whoa, 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 whoa. Every sign you're saying? Yes. Every I, sign. I Every disagree sign. with that. I well, think it depends Greg, on... Greg, Greg, but you haven't fucked the right signs. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. Well, well, hold on a sec. You just said every sign. So that I, should I, be... On. But hold on. I have, I have every sign... I know you said been, that, but, but hold on. They've all you keep repeating been, yourself. <laughs> they've all been compatible sexually. So, so who's <laughs> so if every sign has been compatible sexually? Okay, so I can't say they weren't. I can't deny them. I can't. My no, book and like, I, okay. I think you are gonna have. I think sexual compatibility with astrological signs, just like it is without anything. I think it's how you read each other, how your experience for number one, your comfort level sexually. And I well, think that is... The thing is, is that a Pisces is a Pisces is the ultimate lover. We are. We are the one who is the most comfortable with every single sign. We are. We are comfortable with every sign. I have never met a lover that I'm not comfortable with. That's the truth. No, I, I get that because I think, do you think that has to do with you as an individual versus you just being a Pisces? And I need to uh, going to um, be wrapping this up. I, I, don't I don't know. I don't think that I'm some queen of sex or anything like that. I don't know, but you know, I mean, every person that I've chosen to obviously have in my life recently over the past few years. Right. I mean, I'm being honest because I'm on your show and I'm writing a book obviously about SEX and you know, personally, I feel like that 
Um, you connect with people differently. Oh, I wow. Be, but I think that being a Pisces, and I will tell you this. Right. I can. I have written, and if I could get away with it, I would tell you the names of the guys that I've written recently about that I've connected emotionally with that have been incredible. And I honestly believe that it has nothing to do with anything other than the fact than my personality, which would make me a Pisces. Well, okay, here we go, Shauna. And we're going to tie it up for the evening, and I'm going to give closing thoughts. They say, Pisces, love, and sex. And this totally, in a way, contradicts your experiences a little bit. For you personally, deep in their hearts, Pisces born are incorrigible romantics. That could be you, right? They are very loyal, gentle, unconditionally generous to their partners. Ooh, sexually. Pisces are passionate lovers, which you said you are, who have a need to feel real connection with their partners. Short-term relationships and adventures are not peculiar to this zodiac sign. Ooh, ooh. So you contradict that, right? I do. Sweet. Cool. I do. And and like I said originally, when I first got on the show tonight, is that I think that everyone, it goes beyond your birth sign. Way beyond. It goes, your your birth sign is one thing, but your experience through life changes you. Oh, I agree. I think not only birth science, I think, like you mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, is, you know, your life experiences, hurts, traumas, um, heartaches, whatever you want to, you know, that have gone through those, um, they change you, they shape you. And I think maybe your personality and your astrological sign, how you adapt to those traumas and those heartaches and those upsets, I think, can make you big time. You know, they it does make you big time. But I think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm I'm not trying to brag, but I'm saying that being a Pisces is to my advantage. It really is because we are the most forgiving, emotional. Um, we have so much um, in the in the outer world, the spiritual world that is not a physical world that we're uh, uh, able to connect with on every sign and on every level. And it uh, gives us the ability to forget, forget, move on, whatever. And right. so it makes us the most connected sign. And it's honestly why I believe I have the most friends. I do. I have so many friends from every aspect, every walk of life, whatever. And people who trust me, love me, like me, whatever. And I think, honestly, that it's because of my sign. And I can I can sit there and I can deny that. And I can say, okay, it's just this or it's that or whatever. But I honestly believe that everything, the, the purpose of the call tonight is your birth sign. Everything, yes. everything resorts back to your birth sign. It does. You know what? You, Thinking about Pisces, I have never ever dated a Pisces. Never. Well, Do you know out. that? Never. You are missing out. 
Never? I can't even. I'm trying to. Not that I would know. I have never, ever dated a Pisces. I find it's weird. People that are. I have never dated anybody that was born February, March. I can't. Okay. February, March. That would be Pisces. Um, never dated a Leo. Never dated. What what comes after Leo? I can't even remember. There's some that I've never dated certain signs. It's weird. Isn't that well, weird? Everyone, everyone, Greg, everyone who's ever told me that they dated Pisces has fallen in love with every Pisces. It's weird. I have never dated one. That means maybe their personality or something I just don't jive with, or I, I'm not attracted well, to, or I'm not I'm there. Pisces. I don't get that pheromone vibe from Pisces. Well, I'm a Pisces, so maybe you don't like me. No, that's <laughs> I can I might like them, but it's maybe too much of a emotional conflict. That's true. A Pisces is very, very, very emotional. We are very emotional. Like no, I no, I'm not talking. No, what I'm not talking emotional. I'm talking emotional conflict, like too much contradiction. No, I understand, but I have been obviously a Pisces since I was born. Well, and, duh. You know, I I honestly have had you know um, to learn how to. This sounds probably really creepy and weird. It's a, probably another whole show, but I have had to learn how to not be so much of a Pisces so that I can attract people in business and other things because Pisces are very dreamy. They're very emotional. They're very non Right. You mentioned that. Yeah. And so I, in order for me to be successful in business, being a financial advisor for so many years. You can't be. You're more structured. Time, top producer in, in Texas and in the United States, I had to learn how to be more structured and to be non-Pisces. And I had to manipulate my birth sign in order to become something that I wasn't in order to achieve success. Because Pisces are more... And I'm a, I am oil paint. I oil paint. I do... I'm an artist. I like to sing. I like to paint. But that's not going to make me money. So I had to learn how to do things and, and to become non-Pisces to make money to support my family. Right. No, you have to. I agree. Um, cool. Well, I'm going to wrap up. Thank you so much, Shana, for joining us. Thank you for your insights. Thank you. And you have to, I'll share when your book comes out. I'll share it on my Facebook page and all that, too. So let me know when it's published. And uh, thanks for being on. Thank you so much. I Have a good it. night. Enjoy that you wine. <laughs> Thank you. You too. Adios. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> hey, everybody. Pisces are in need of control. <laughs> Heidi, you got that. Okay. Um, makes you wonder, doesn't it, that Pisces are in need of control. And that's one thing. I found out, too, and I think that's why I 
Um, I've never dated a Pisces. I think, you know, it's um, talk about Pisces and everything else. And thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Rick um, and Daryl and everyone. Heidi. Well, I shoot. I, I didn't get your permission to say your name, so I slipped. Sorry, but no one knows who you are. Um, my apologies. Rhonda and everyone, thanks. And I agree. Um, you know, I clash with people that are unwilling to listen to other people. I clash, you know, my personality, astrological sign, whatever you want to call it. I am not the typical some things, yes, but a lot of things I'm not. And I think it's more how I wanted to be as a person, um, how I wanted to evolve, how I wanted to, um, you know, be the person I want to be. And I think one thing about Taurus, they say that Taurus tend to be very jealous. And I'm like, um, you know what, if I'm, if I, if I'm that jealous around you, man, peace out. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, screw that. I'm not going to play those games. And I think it has to do with um, how you evolve, how you grow as you mature as a person. Oh, thanks, Heidi. And you look at, you know, I'm not, you look at Taurus and people might read that and then look at me. And it's like, oh my God, you know, it's uh, almost not a contradiction. There are some things that are, you know, being loyal and everything else, um, you know, being loyal, kind, strong, stubborn, but very loving. Rhonda, yeah, I'm stubborn to a point when I know I'm right. No, <laughs> but I also can admit I'm wrong. Um, I can be opinionated, but I'm also very humble as well. And you look at the dine. Whoa, vanilla, Rhonda. No, ah. No, I need someone to bring a little chocolate out me and maybe some ice cream sprinkles with that vanilla. (laughs) And not, uh, yeah, right? Shake it up, baby. But you learn and you grow and evolve. And I do think, you know, I disagree with Shauna mentioned about she said everybody's compatible. I disagree with that. And I think that has um, no doubt disrespect to Shauna, but I, you know, I think there are some compatibilities that are, they just clash. Um, you know, are they personalities because of that person or is it personalities that are based on astrological signs. Ooh, and it's funny. You know, I look back, talking about Pisces, I never, and it seems like they are more, um, I think Heidi mentioned about being controlling or whatever. Be interesting, right? So um, hopefully everybody learned something a little bit. Look at yourself. Look at how you want to be, you know, how you want to be as a person, how you want to evolve. If you want to be more, sexually confident. If you want to be more confident as a person, you know, that's great. But I also want people to be more caring, more empathetic, and, you know, more understanding of others. And how do you hold on to yourself and evolve, not lose yourself, and be able to, you know, be able to become the person you want to be and not lose yourself, like we talked about earlier in the show. I know there was a lot of repeated <clears throat> segments, a lot of repeated notion 
and I apologize for that. But thank you, everybody, for listening. You can catch me live next Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And I will post stuff on Facebook. Make sure you check it out under Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. And what else? You can also hear me on SoundCloud, TuneIn, PodcastDetroit.com. I'm a family member of them. The show is, so I'm proud to be. So check out PodcastDetroit.com, okay? And hopefully everybody have a very, very nice evening, and I will see you or talk to you next Wednesday night and we'll get, make sure it's not a bunch of repeated content and everything else. Okay. We'll get more on task and have a lot more fun. Thanks again to Shauna and sharing her insights and peace out everybody. Much love to everybody out there. Take care. You're listening to the art of relationships radio show. On the podcast, Detroit Network. Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you.